Hey, if you guys want to support the podcast, a great way to do it is use our Amazon link at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Amazon. It'll bring you to the same Amazon you always use. It won't charge you any money or anything like that, but uh, a little bit of whatever you buy will uh, uh, we'll go, we'll get a percentage of whatever you buy, a small percentage, and that'll help us pay our bills. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much if you're doing any back to school shopping for using the link, sleepingbackyes.com slash Amazon. Thanks. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight it's uh, Lady Witchbeard, Tales of Lady Witchbeard. Our ongoing serial story about uh, a tale of Lady Witchbeard and her uh, uh, friend Germ, her hapless friend, uh, where they return, you know, well, you'll figure, you'll figure it out. It's coming up here in, a, in just a few minutes. But here's how the podcast works. Here's what you, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to try to create a safe place. I'm going to reach my hand across the deep, dark night. Uh, right now, I'm literally doing that. I'm recording in the deep, dark night as I have been on location here in the, the state of New York with my fam. Well, no, actually, I'm by myself, but uh, handling family business. And uh, all, uh, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to say, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm your boyfriend. I'm, I'm reaching across the... Uh, I'm, he- I'm here to escort you from the waking world. To, you know, I'm, I'm going to walk you past the old threshold guardians, as old J.C. Joseph Campbell used to say, if you haven't heard of my... You know, Joseph Campbell... Uh, they say, well, gee, Scooter, you can't really call them jokes because yeah, they're, they're they're not funny. You know, they're they're there's something in between unfunny and funny. But we haven't, you know, well, I said, geez, can't you get uh, Webster and Rogers to sit down and bang out a word for me here? Or you know, you, you got your can you get some hand, your hands on some Latin roots? And they said, well, we've thought about it. He said, well, you know, trans humor doesn't fit. Supra definitely doesn't fit uh, super humor. And uh, they say, you know, we went through a lot of the mega humor. Obviously, that's not going to go. You know, my, mini humor, you say, well, geez, you don't want that scooter. They say, anyway, guys, uh, and I don't know if every once in a while... You feel like you got a, uh, you know, a, uh, what do you call it? Like, like I can imagine, I know there's some sort of world council somewhere of, uh, you know, the wordsmith, the WW, I think Apple has the WWDC, but this is a worldwide uh, wordsmiths uh, gathering, something of word, you know, word analysis of the worldwide wordsmith, WWWG, what I say, gathering of words or something, where they said, well, geez, we decided this, you know, they think like a couple of years ago, they said, well, bay, B-A-E or something. They say, okay, well, well okay, we'll add it as a word. <laughs> 
uh, I, I don't know, because, they, you know, obviously I've been, ban- you know, they say, get, keep this guy away from it, because he's constantly making up words. And I see, how come uh, Shabon can make up his own words? And and they said, well, geez, because he's a talented uh, author. They said, okay, okay, you got me. And I said, well, what? And they say, he's a talented author. They say, well, genius. They say, okay, what about Muskie? And they say, you know, mega genius. And I said, well, how come he gets a Latin root word? And they say, Scooter, those aren't roots. And I said, well, okay, well, boys, I'll walk myself out then. You no need to uh, throw me out. You know, train, you know. And they say, nice try, Scooter. But every once in a while at bedtime, I don't know if it's like this for you, uh, but I knew, I know it's like this for a lot of people out there. I know it's like it for me. But you lie down in that bed, you know, you, you get a little white noise going. Maybe you get Scooter's pipes. You know, I'm, I'm, I try to bring the lulling, soothing tones. Maybe you got some uh, night noise like I got going here. Maybe some uh, wind and wave noise. Let, let me, I'll just give you a taste. And it might be a recording. It might be, you know, I'm going to keep my window open for this noise. But then all of a sudden you say, well, geez, I got all this nice uh, tranquil soothing sounds. But then, you know, the Worldwide Council of Brain Irritants uh, starts to crop up the brain bots. The uh, Guild, the Philosopher's Guild, the old uh, Time Traveler's Guild. You know, geez, I said, geez, when did I open up? Uh, you know, uh, an outpost on a, uh, you know, fantasy role-playing game. When did my, why does that bedtime my brain become, you know, like I said, yield in a scoots, but this would be scoots town, you know, on the border of the outlands. And you say, well, geez, and it's just all the guilds happen to be gathering. They're all holding their meetings at once, and you happen to be, the town elder, and also, you know, the guy, magistrate. Maybe the head, you know, head of all the guilds, the guild head. And they say, well, gee, but and they're all jockeying for your attention. And you, you say, geez, I just got my room. You know, I put on some bomb. I got some, you know, smells going. I meditated. And I got this lake noise, and then you guys call this guilds meeting. I don't even think I live on any borderlands. And I wouldn't know a kobold from a chipmunk if, you know, if one of them approached me and said, you know, I had to roll a 20-sided dice for, you know, for, for, you know, whatever you call it, throw. But... You know, they they don't care about that. They say, well, you know, a point of order, a point of order. And you say, are you with the Philosopher's Guild or the Wordsmith's Guild or the, uh, how many guilds I got having meetings in my brain right now as I try to fall asleep for the big meeting tomorrow? And they would say, point of order, I I was told there'd be, you say, there's no snacks in bed. Well, they said, we're not, we won't let this meeting conclude until we're snacked. You say, what are you, we're we're the snacking guild, you know. And, uh, okay, you back there, are you in the lollipop guild? I have no, nothing to do. Oh, yeah, you're the head of the lollipop guild now, too, by the way. And you say, geez, lollipop guild, do you guys make lollipops, eat lollipops, or just celebrate lollipops? 
And they would say, we sing about lollipops. We're here to represent the lollipop guild. And they, and they said, we need, you know, to go over the song list and finish writing, algorithm, you know, the songs about lollipop guild. Oh, boy. And meanwhile, you're just trying to get comfortable and get some sleep. And a lot of times you say, geez, I don't know how to shut all those, no- you know, I don't know how to end the guild meetings. You know, I don't want to cast a, you know, you know, dispelling spell of, uh, you know, because the last thing you want to do is you you start upsetting the guilds. You know what happens? Border town descends into chaos. And that's when you call an old scoots. I'm like the uh, wizened uh, traveler that people say, "Geez, that guy looks like he smells bad. Why does he have a hoodie? You know, one of those robes, tattered robes, gnarled uh, staff." Of dullness. And he says, is that a rogue wizard? No, that guy, do you, does that guy look like he could cast a spell? He couldn't even cast a, uh, a cast a glance, except he is at my sister here, and I don't like it. But, you, you know, I roll into town, and you're the desperate guild. Now, now it just so happens when, you know, when you get a look at me, you say, geez, that looks like a friendly chap. And I'd say, you know what? I see. I see. You got a guild problem here. B B B bedtime B R B R G P bedtime related guild problem, or you might even have B R G you know bedtime related guild issues. And I would say I got I got it. I I have a the power of I I say I have the power of whatever the hell you know those uh, parliamentary I got parliamentary procedure coming out my ears. And you say, geez, that looks like untrimmed hair. I say, well, it's parliamentary procedure, cilia of parliamentary procedure. And I have the ability to, whatever those politicians do, you know, I can, I've got a, I've got a sack of gerrymanders here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've carpeted many a bag. And also, I could talk forever. So I'm going to, you know, you call me in as the, uh, the wizard of the land beyond the borderlands and I'll I'll speak to these guilds. Meanwhile you just go ahead back in there. I cast a spell of comfortable uh bedtime uh you know enjoyment in there and I've cloaked it, you know whatever they call it, where you say, geez you can't get in there. Even a kinder you know, kinder thief could not get in there. And so, uh, you know, it's, you know, goalie dwarfs or whatever, they're not going to bug you. And, you know, but actually I get, you know, I'll, I'll send in one of those snuggle dwarfs to uh, just, you know, either warm or cool your feet. And uh, meanwhile, I'll be just entertaining the guild of your brain. Uh, tonight I'll be chattering about Lady Witchbeard, but they're going to think... You know, Lollipop Guild will be like, geez, I'm wait. He, he said he's going to cover some Lollipop-related songs later, so we're going to stick around. Uh, the Wordsmith Guild, they'll be busy, you know, marking, you see, this guy, every other word out of his mouth is not, you know, and I say, keep track, boys, this is a test. This is only a test of your wordsmithing ability. And then you have the Guild of Imaginary Problems. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll have plenty for them to think about. I forgot, you know, sh- the Shamers, they're not even a guild. I said, are they, or is that a belief system or are they a cult? Well, well, tonight you won't find out. You'll be asleep. I won't even find out because I'll just be talking and they'll be saying, 
okay, we're going to, we're, 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 you know, they'll be looking further in. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to chatter on, distract all those parts of your brain that are jockeying for your attention. You just kick back. Ideally, you're already asleep. Uh, but you'll be, you know, because for some of us, you say, well, waves are pretty good. Wind, bug sounds are pretty good, too. But when you got all these other, you know, when you're you're running, you know, a village on the edge of the border, uh, you know, between whatever, Great Castle and uh, swamp, swamp Gas or whatever, wherever we're located here, out on the edge of the frontier... You know, the guilds, they're trying to protect you. They say, geez, we just want to keep this town safe. But they don't realize that the town is your brain and your emotions and your body. And you're just trying to shut it down for the night. You say, geez, you know, but obviously you can't be, you know, you're trying not to strike up a dictatorial, whatever they call it, you know, dictatorial tone. So I'm gonna do it for you. I'm gonna do it. You know, like I said, I'm. I got that staff of. Uh, I have a pouch of lulls. I got those gerrymanders. I still haven't had to use them. And somebody said that's not appropriate for this situation. I said, well, I can. Find, I said, one thing. If I've seen one gerrymander, I haven't seen them all because I said, geez, those things have more. Uh, turns and bends, those that have a lot of meanders is why a gerrymander, and they say it's a gerrymander, and they said to you, to me it's a gerrymander. And then, and, you know, that was that that was it with the uh, politics. Uh, so I don't know if any of that made any sense, but I'm going to do my best to take your mind off whatever's got you up tonight, last night, whatever's got you tossing and turning. I'm going to distract you, go on and on. It's going to be somewhat interesting. If you're listening so far, I can guarantee that there's a possibility that at least one of your guilds quietly left the room instead of storming out. And they said, well, geez, I don't know if anything's going to get done this meeting. We might as well go to the uh, yield in a scoots and have a couple pints of ale. Uh, we won't even bother putting up a fuss at this meeting. So that's it. Um, I'm glad you're here. And, you know, the reason I do this, the reason I'm doing it, you know, live on location at night is, you know, because I want to help you fall asleep. I got, I, I said, geez, I, I don't know I, if I try to make it. Obviously, I've tried to resolve this metaphor three or four times. And, uh, you know, there's still the guild of unresolved metaphors. They're, they're like, sir, sir, I point. so I'm going to take their point of order. And I hope I help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming. Housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. It's been a little while since I've said that. And uh, you can find us there. You can comment on the website. You can email me, sleep back at sleep, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. That's a good place to get a hold of me at your scooter or on Facebook. I want to thank Chris Posey Posterson, who does our music over at soundslikeanearful.com. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork. I want to thank everyone over at our Sleep With Me podcast community, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. That's our Facebook community. Uh, if you're doing any back-to-school shopping, if you could use our Amazon link, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Amazon, that's a huge help. That people that are using that link, you're helping pay my, you know, we got a new, new uh, 
thing about the launch, which will be some episodes, maybe one episode a week. It'll be a separate feed with no intros. And that was paid for by the Amazon money. So people that are shopping at Amazon, we're putting the money to use. Thank you so much. I want to thank and say hi to Anne-Marie and Mike H., uh, and Marie, Mike H is somebody I went to school with. I think I talk about him a, a little bit on the intro for Thursday. A uh, wonderful, and a wonderful guy. One of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. He was lucky enough never to be my roommate, but he put up with enough of my nonsense anyway. But w- what a great guy! And then his lovely wife Anne Marie listens to the show, so I would say hi to them. Just small world. What a wonderful small world. And then I also want to thank uh, Stacy McDonald, who spread the word about the podcast. I want to thank Robert for, for Robert's comment on the website. I don't know, Robert's a vet. And he's putting the podcast to good use. And uh, so thank you for your service, Robert. And I'm glad the podcast is helping. I want to thank Miriam for Miriam's comments on the website. Uh, she she randomly found the podcast, but doesn't normally get past the intro. Love the Brian Wilson uh, story when he wouldn't get off the damn stage that time. Uh, so thank you, Miriam. I want to thank Laura, who, who commented on the website. Loves the real-time recipes. And we just had one come out recently. And it was Trader Joe's. They should be paying us, but they don't need to because I'm paying them. I guess, but, you know, I enjoy, uh, you know, whatever, shopping. I got to eat, you know. Over, I'm going to catch, try, try to catch up on all the thank yous this week. Over on Twitter, I want to thank Kim, Tawny, Justin, Mary, John, Lisa, Ellie, Mark, Scott, Andy, Rachel, Jake, Jen, The Silvertone, Billy, Jonathan W., Paul, Libby, Lewis, Eli, Fern, Iante, Stephen D. And then I want to catch up with some international iTunes reviews. Catgirl1986 works every time, and it's entertaining. That's Catgirl1986 from the UK. I believe this is our first review from the Republic of Korea, but I'm not positive on that. And that's from 18SEKI. 18SEKI. Thanks just for the Queen of Confusion, Spinning a Web of Confusion, but, uh, you know, then it induces a nice uh, sleep. Uh, so thank you for that review. Uh, Emma Adele, I don't know if I ever thanked Emma Adele from the UK. Long overdue. Relief to find the podcast listening for nine months. So thank you, Emma Adele. And then I wanted to thank some people. Uh, Drew uh, to 1076 was from Australia. And I think I thanked Drew, but if not, uh, boy, a boring is boring and boring. But I want to make sure I knew the countries. Also from Australia was 99.9, Wilson 999. Weirdly enough, that person said Wilson before. I couldn't figure out who Wilson was. In the episode where I called Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise about the movie Castaway. So not only did I couldn't figure out that the beach ball was Wilson Volleyball, by the way, Scooter, but I was calling him Tom Cruise. I was picturing Tom Hanks saying Tom Cruise, which is weird because they used to live in Oakland where Tom Hanks was born, and I think Tom Cruise was born in Syracuse or briefly lived in Syracuse where I grew up. And then Retro Vertage was from Canada also. I want to point that out. 
So that's just me starting to get caught up in the thank yous. Thank you all for your support. And let's keep this show moving. Thanks. All right, we're back here with another episode of Lady Witchbeard. When we last left off last week, we, uh, let's see, where were we last week? So we, me and Lady Witchbeard had uh, taken brooms. First we had tried to get, uh, what's her name? The, uh, Marina, she, she, she was going to help us, uh, figure stuff out. And then, uh, we, we, she, she vanished in the morning. She was like, Hey, I think, I think this is what happened. She said, yeah, sure. I'll help you guys out. Uh, she vanished in the morning. I remember at the beginning of the episode, there was a way, way long talk between me and Lady Witchbeard about the difference between a mission and a quest. I think we resolved that. And then Marina, Marina disappeared in the morning. Me and Lady Witchbeard said, let's just get ourselves to this pyramid in the sun. Or the palace, you know, the pyramid that was making all the noise and being built. We took, we traveled by broom, broom dust, broom. And non, you know, stick. Some, some sort of stick, I think tent poles maybe. Which we were using as brooms. We used powered by broom dust, which is not... You know, it's a temporary witch bait, witch solution. You know, if their brooms are busted, they're actual, you know, professional-made flying brooms. Like, kind of like a difference between a dustbuster and a super-powered vacuum cleaner. Like, the dustbuster you get, you know, just, or this is a dustbuster in my memory, or a portable hand vacuum. Please don't sue me, Black & Decker. Um... It runs a battery. You'll see, geez, I just started, you know, it's the second pile I've cleaned up in six months and the battery dies. Same thing with the brooms. The cool thing is we would know. So we were stopping at the treetops, looking around. Land at the pyramid took forever to find the entrance. We found the entrance, realized this is a pyramid. Not, a, you know, pyramids are going up, but there's not a lot, a whole lot going on inside the pyramid. Went out of the pyramid. I mean, that, like, took forever. I mean, talk about lulling, soothing, pointless. Maybe I, said, well, I think maybe it had something in there for everybody that was asleep. Uh, but then we came out, and then, boom, uh, Montezuma uh, was standing there with his crew. And that's where we last left off. So we're, we're back with another... Back... With Antonio, but were you in Montreal, Antonio? Antonio Ben? Oh, I'm not supposed to. Were you, okay, no disclosing Antonio's location, but Antonio is here. Antonio Banderas, uh, with another episode of the Tales of Lady Witchbeard. Hi, 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 hi! I don't know about that one, Antonio. The Tales of Lady Witchbeard. Har 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 close. Can we get one more from... There's a Tales of Lady Witch Beard. <laughs> uh, that... Well, you just nailed it for, for the people of Montreal. Sorry, they're going to be so happy with you. Thanks, Antonio. And I'll see you back in California. Oh, the Tales of Lady Witch Beard. <laughs> I think the other one was better, but I love hearing you do anything, so... I, I'll see you later. All right, uh, we're back. With, uh, yeah, he said it. All right. All right, so we were, we, Lady Witchbeard and I were standing there, and we were surrounded. 
I guess we were facing a, a large number of people. And they were gathered around. And they didn't look, you know, I said, Jesus, is this a threat or not? And this man stepped forward. And I, I can tell you, as true as I can uh, be, I can't, like, when I try to reconstruct what this man looked like in my mind now, as I tell the tale, not long after it took place, very, as I tell the tale, within the tale, uh, but, but I guess I'm t- pulling you out a story before I bring you in to be, you know, a little, uh, whatever we call this, honest, uh, I don't have an accurate version of, of what he looked like. Or he's a, he's a, 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 I have a, 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 a recollection of him that's very clear that I'll express to you in the story. But I know, I said, is it just some kind of memory wipe went on? Or selective memory? Was I not, you know, was I saying, well, I mean, uh, I don't know. But th- this man stepped forward. And I think he was br- 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 brightly dressed. But again, I, I said, uh, and there was something hazy about the day. I don't know if it was the sun or the temperature. Probably the fact that we just ran out of a pyramid because I had created some false narrative in my mind and convinced Lady Witchbeard that we were in Raiders of the Lost Ark and that the temple doors were closing, sealing us in. Uh, you know, and then we were looking at the sun. But I said, man, this guy is brightly dressed. And he, he looks kind of like a, 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 a plainish, but but as far but some air of authority. And he said he said hello, and I said hello. And he said he said I'm 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 you can call me Montezuma. And I said you can call me. And I said how about Monte 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 Monte. And he he just he said you must be the 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 amoeba. And I said I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry. He said I wasn't sure. He said it must you must be bacterium then. He said I wasn't sure if it was amoeba or bacterium. And he and he your phage. Do they call you phage? And I said yeah. Go ahead, call me phage. I looked. I looked over at Lady Witchbeard, like uh, you know, one of those looks you give people—a pretty common look. You know, you're standing in line, standing somewhere, someone starts talking to you a bit out. You know, a bit out of left field is the polite way to say. You say, "Oh boy," that was what the look said. Oh boy, did this guy just? He said he must have the wrong people. Clearly. He must be, and he said, oh, he said, Phage, are you, for, you, he goes, you're here from the, 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 the space, you know, the space of folded papers. And, and then I kind of got, I said, okay, luckily, you know, I, I had uh, Interstellar on the mind, you know, this whole story. It keeps, so I said, oh, that's the scene in Interstellar, he must be, and I said, okay, he is talking about me, unfortunately, He's told. He said maybe he watched uh, uh, Germ the reboot because you know. And I said, oh, don't just go with it. I said, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Pleased to meet you. You know, Fagio Fage here. And he 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 even got. He said, oh, that must be one of your 
your fa- famous jokes. And I said, well, obviously, this is he's got an inaccurate, inaccurate version of me. And then he kind of did a little bit of a flourishing bow and took Lady Witchbeard's hand, which she swiftly removed in a, you know, and then returned. And I said, ooh, Lady Witchbeard's playing a little uh, a game with this guy. And he said, this must be the mustached queen. And boy, I mean, I guess I can't do it justice because this is a sleep podcast. And I don't really have, you know, a reasonable laugh. But in a in a laugh a lot harder when it's really you know an uncomfortable situation. I think I talked about this one time, and it's weird because uh, I can think of this. I just heard from this person that listens to the podcast with his wife that I went to to to, to school with, Mike, and uh, Mike H. And I can remember one time I was going to scare one of his roommates, and I hid behind a door. And I had the guy dead to rights. I was going to scare him. I was hidden in his room. He walked in. He was talking to somebody. I don't know if anybody else even knew I was there. It wasn't like a practical joke. And I cracked up. I told, like, no way this guy wasn't going to get... And I couldn't... Because it was so uncomfortable. And so I was cracking up. But this was funny. He said, you must be the queen of... What do you say? The queen of mustaches? Oh, the mustached queen. The only thing I would have made it funnier if you said mustachioed, which I never know what that means, but I've seen that, you know, mustachioed. Maybe he did say that, but whatever, I was laughing. And Lady Witchbeard was not laughing. And then he said, he looked at me, and he gave, like, one of his assistants the look that I had just given Lady Witchbeard previously. I mean, which is dead out for me. It's like, oh boy, this guy is, you know, this is the germ or the phage, as they were calling him. And they said, the phage ain't half bad. The phage, if, if it's the phage. Phage, okay, but the phage? Like, the, I guess because the fonds, maybe. The phage, I'm the phage. Maybe I should get into, um, yeah, contract out to do... Uh, specials for, uh, you know, bacterium-based museums. They say, well, geez, we need somebody uh, to do the first draft of the animated stuff about uh, bacteriophages. I'd say, boy, you got the right person for the first draft, and then bring in the scientists. And then the no, no, we don't need, we'll hire actual comedians for the third draft or writers. But, you know, they say, you know, anyway, the phage. But he said, you know, the, the the queen of mustache, the mustache queen. And then he said, buckler of swaz. And I said, oh, man, that is smooth, too. Buckler of swaz. And I said, isn't a swaz, is that like something above a word? Or is that in, in English you say swa? And I, I said, that is a sweet sounding thing. Swa. Re- and I said, well, rico suave. Uh, but I know that's different. But he said, he said, welcome. And I said, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I said, you could just call call the queen here, Lady Witchbeard. You know that could before Lady Witchbeard. It was so out of out of normal. She wasn't actually irritated, and I think she kind of shut down her irritation. For the best interest, and then she stepped forward, and she said, "Thank you." Yes, yeah, so Lady Witchbeard will be fine. 
and don't call him the phage, just phage or germ. And he said, ooh, germ, so much better. He goes, you look like a germ. And he was serious. He didn't mean it like he wasn't joking. Like like you say, oh, Patrick, you look like a Patrick, you know. J- Jerry, yeah, you, no doubt you're Jerry, Jerry Cruncher. Uh, one, one time I went to the Dickens Fair as Jerry Cruncher, but I said I was a phrenologist instead of a... What Jerry Cruncher used to do, uh, but, but you know, one of Jerry Cruncher's jobs. But yeah, he says Jerry Cruncher, phrenologist. But anyway, he said I looked like a germ, and he said you've been sent here to help us. And I said, and the lady was doing. I tried to go, and she she put her hand up, and she she said we're we're here to try. And he said, and to help my people. In the people of the world, we're so weary. We've been waiting for the help we need. And he said, come with me and I'll explain more. And then we went with him. And for a moment, though, right before we moved, the time seemed to slow down as it does for me sometimes. And I looked over the line and I didn't realize the stretching. There was, you know, just, just not just, there was hundreds, maybe thousands of people of old Manas people, Monte, Monte, Monte's people there. And, and they just seemed so, they, they had these, they seemed like he was their leader and he had told them some really good news. But they also seemed very proud and strong, not, not in just physical strength, but like they had endured so much. And when he said they were so weary, they, they had... There was a sense of weariness just under their eyes, but but a sense of like uh, they hadn't been worn out, like they were weary from whatever has had been going on that he had referred to, but that they were a strong, strong people, and they they still had plenty left, and they were beautiful people, beautiful, all beautiful people. And he said, "So come, let me." And I said, "Well, I got a lot of questions too, uh, my." my Monty, is it Monty all right? And he said, he said, is Germ all right? And that was a joke, I think. But I was like, well, she's, I'll take, if I can call someone Monty. I was always waiting again. I said, there used to be, I said, and then this was what I was saying in a conversation too, because I said, I always wanted to call somebody Monty. So that would be great. Because I don't really like Germ, but you can call me if I can call you Monty. And he said, I think he was on the show where people dressed up funny. And he looked over at me and lady, and he said, "You're dressed." He said, you, "My lady, you look beautiful, Buckler Schwaz." And then he brought us into this great, great building across the way from the pyramid. People lined in, welcoming us with silent, welcoming eyes. Where you could tell, you say, "Geez, these people aren't—they don't look like they're going to double cross me." They don't. But he he welcomed us, and we went into this. And I said, gee, is this the palace in the sun? Because they notice a lot of gold, a whole lot of gold around there. And they said, oh boy, we're going to have to. And I said, this isn't, and I don't get I don't get the gold fever. I'm lucky. But I said, you get a, what's it, a, I forget if it was a, you know, a Bugs Bunny or a Walt Disney character that would get gold. Maybe it was Donald Duck, but that would get gold fever. 
I'm not sure, or maybe all of them. Maybe Chuck Jones had his own. I, I don't know that we, we, we you know, see gold, but there was gold everywhere. And he said, "This is the palace in the sun, without a doubt." The sun was shining. The gold was glinting. The gold was reflecting onto the gold, onto some stone. There was gilded. There was facets. There was refract. I'm pretty sure there was some refraction. I'm pretty sure there was some refraction and some refra- reflection. And I even did a little bit of reflecting under my chin. And I said, you know, I, I, I guess I got caught. Does you, does you love me? And I said, Lee, which way is it gold under my chin? If so. And I said, dude, I said, is it double gold? But, you know, both these. And he said, come on, come on, germ. And he brought us down into the palace, and there was this great entrance hall, some natural golden light streaming in there. And I get the sense, I said, this place is pretty nice, but it reminded me also, I said, there's something familiar about this. Not that I've been to that, but the layout. Uh, I said, you know, great, great, wide, tall lobby. I said, this is like a lobby or a hall. I wanted to say a hall, though. And then he, he kind of pointed to his uh, his right, my left, and he said, he said, come along. And Lady Witchbeard says, what is this? And he said, he said, within this hall are the secrets of the world. And I said, well, that's, I said, holy, I said, this world or all, and he just patted me, said, ah, germ, germ. And he said, let me, let me show you. And we walked into this room, and again, it was a smaller I would still call it a hall, but not like a hallway. But you'll get the idea real quick, because uh, I guess I was expe- I didn't know what to expect when you say the secrets of the world, you know. I said, okay, is it going to be a bunch of people telling me the secrets, written? And I said, well, probably written some scroll-based action. Maybe stone tablets, you know, as I was quickly, and you guys, this is the germ talking, so, you know. And, but we went into this hall, and it was, again, big room. But along the rectangular room, stretching further than the eye could see, but along both walls of the room, uh, you know, to my left and to my right, stretching down uh, seemingly endlessly, as I said, were, uh, it, it, I don't know how many people have been to a natural history museum ever they don't change you know natural it's a natural history museum i mean i've been to one in san francisco new york city probably a few others and i can say without a doubt that they're great places this is not a knock on natural history museum i mean my brother works at a a, a museum that has a natural history wing uh anybody who's seen night at the museum if you haven't been to one you know that this is gonna uh fill you in and part of it is these giant uh, life-size dioramas or you've been to old school aquarium where it's like a giant uh, diorama like a giant rectangular seeming window onto uh, a vista so it looks like you're looking through a giant picture frame we're talking a picture frame like 10 feet tall 20 feet wide and you stand there and you see a, a scene usually there's not any motion but you, and that's when the movie night, the movies Night at the Museum, and, and the sequels spawned by that movie. 
you know, a lot of those dioramas, the full-scale ones and the non-full-scale ones came to life in that movie. And I said, well, this is interesting. But, but, but then I noticed, and I said, well, maybe it's an aquarium, because I said, well, geez, there's not, like, uh, the American Plains or something, you know, with uh, with stuff from the American Plains. That was just my, I said, I, I got the sense this was a uh, natural history museum. But then as I started to look... And I said, well, because I seen one, like, uh, and I said, well, yeah. and then the first one, it was far away, and I said, oh, maybe it's glass, because uh, the night we got closer, it was glass. I said, oh, okay, maybe it's like an old-school aquarium, which is similar. It just had, old-school aquariums were like a home aquarium, but gianter, you know, instead of having the ones that are two floors with the coral reefs and stuff, the real cool ones. They would just have the fish in and say, well, gee, bigger fish, bigger aquarium, but same rectangle. And that was always set up in my, my my time, my few trips to these places, or maybe I just imagined this stuff. You know, it was set up just like a natural hit. They said, well, geez, that makes sense. You know, nice, predictable layout. Here you got real fish. There you have fake historical or, nat- you know, by the bison, you know, or whatever. But so this first one we got to was glass, and I saw all these different colors. I said, oh, maybe this is some coral reef action. I, and again, I guess but the old germ brain's a little slow in saying, uh, dude, this is not, you know. Uh, but then as we got closer, he said, here, he goes, this is how I know everything about you. And then I, it took a while, and he was silent. And Lady Witchbeard got close, and she was running her finger up and down the glass. And we're, again, we're talking about a 10 by 20 piece of glass. And behind it was all these lines of color. And then I said, wait a second, is this sand art? And, and Lady Witchbeard looked at me, and she said, I think it is. I said, is this sand art? And the guy, he just smiled. And I was looking at it, and it was all these bands of color. And, you know, Lady Witchbeard, she, she, it's not like she's li- been living in a cauldron her whole life. She said, Jeremy, this is, she goes, did, did you ever do, I said, Lady Witchbeard, did you ever do this in a bottle? And she said, yeah, arts and crafts time, yeah. And she said, actually, we, we would do this in potion, one of the potion classes I took, just to demonstrate the, and I said, that is brilliant, Lady I mean, And she said, yeah. And we got sidetracked. And she was telling me, yeah, she said, you know, liquefied newts. You know, and she said, plasma, you know, not 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 pure nude. You know, that would be, you know, a lime green. And then she said, she said, wolf's bane, you know, would be able to, And I said, what? Is, and she said, germ, germ. And she said, it would be more of a sage green. And then I started to notice that, that some of the layers. And, then, and I said, man, these, there's a lot of colors in here. And then uh, Monte, Monte, Monte. Monty Hall, right? That's the guy I was thinking of. But uh, he was standing up again next to me, and I said, "What do you? What do you? Is that a burnt umber?" I tried a little Crayola comedy, you know. I said, "Is that a burnt umber? Burnt umber in there?" And then I, and I said, "Man, I don't have. I should have thought of some Crayola Game of Thrones jokes. Did I ever make any about that?" I said, "Probably I did." And they said, well, she said, yeah, you know, I've always preferred, you know, the forest greens myself. And now, look, I'm hanging with Lady Witchbeard. And he said, well, this is Lady Witchbeard's he goes, story right here. He goes, that's why. And there was something that looked like a mustache, but it could have been a beard. And I said, oh, man, I said, uh. And Lady Witchbeard was really studying it. 
And I said, yes, he says, he said, Vern, and I, I was still working my material. I should have been more in the moment, but I was like, you know, I remember the old, I said, how come nobody's like competing? Like, isn't Crayola a monopoly? And I, said, and I said, I know there's been a couple of companies that have tried to make a move on Crayola, but they've never succeeded. And I said, I think it's the Crayola boys, right, 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 Monty? And he, he didn't know what I was talking about, of course, but I was, you know, I was already in my material here. Or, well, some would call it uh, raw, non-materials or just stuff. But I said, hey, it was a, I said, there was like, I said, the main Crayola brothers, I think. And the one guy said, we're not in the crayon business, we're in the color business. But then the the other brother, he said, this, that was, I think, Larry Crayola. And then he said there was Barry Crayola. He said, no, 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 no. We're not in the the, 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 the crayon business or the color business. We're in the wax business. And then he said, no, no, no. The, the other brother, Larry Barry, I think it was, it was Zary, maybe. It's an interesting name for a Crayola, Zary Crayola. And uh, he said, no, 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 we're not in the wax business or the color business. We're in the packaging business here, you know, look at this. And then you know, the last brother, no one knows his name. He said, no, 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 we're, we're in the art business. And then we know that nobody's doing, you know, crayon. I said, I would love to get some crayon art, some quality crayon art, you know. But And then Lee was just a germ, germ. And she said, I think this is you. And I said, Lee, which is the sand moving or is it me? And then I, and Monty said, come on. And I said, well, I'm trying to figure, Lady, which we're trying to, and she said, she said, German is too good. And I said, you had to interpret this and then interpret it into your language and then into our language? He said, yeah. And I said, oh, no. I said, you did really good. And he said, I've been exposed to this for a very long time, Germ. Or should I say phage? And then we went to the next one, and it was uh, it was all dark. And then I said, okay, this is why I thought it was an aquarium. I said, this has got to be the one with the deep-sea fishes, you know, the deep-sea, the ones that glow in the dark, that have the dangly things, and I was waiting for my eyes to adjust. And I said, is this the glow-in-the-dark fishes here? Are they going to tell us? And uh, and then I then I said no no, and then I saw, thought I saw some grays within the blackness shapes changing, and Lee Witchbeard said she said she saw nothing, and 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 Monty, Monty he said there's nothing in here because this one's always, and I said I think I see something here, and he said and he said do are, do you and I said I'm not sure, I said are float I might have floaters, it could just be floaters. And I said, one second, back at the uh, the sand, I said, have you ever thought about... And I said, well, and I said, never mind. And he said, well, what? Get off your chest. I said, a woman. He said, how come that people never use sand art? Like, they, they could have been one of the first supercomputers. I think, think about all the little grains of sand and the bands, and you can change. And, and he said, Jern, do you realize how hard it is to interpret that stuff? And I said, okay. And then I, the, I said, wait, does he know what a suit? And he said, what's a su- supercomputer? And I said, okay. And he said, do you see it? And I said, I don't know if it's floaters or I'm seeing things. 
And I said, you know, floaters are. He goes, no. And I said, well, I have Lady Witchbeard. And she she goes, come on, Germ. And I said, well, I, ne- I never know. Like I know some people say floater. I said, uh, I always people always say what floaters are. I can never remember. And then I always say, well, that's not true anyway. I heard on Snopes it was, uh, you know, just pollen in the air, or water in the air. And someone said, well, no, it's blood, blood vessels. I was like. Uh, or scratches, uh, but they had already moved on. And he, this one was a natural. It had a bunch of elk and stuff, but then they started moving. Uh, and and, uh, and then I noticed. Uh, they said, "Jesus, these uh, their colors are a bit off. There's something they couldn't 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 quite couldn't quite nail down." And he said, "This is a." Uh, this is why we're so weary. And I, I said, I said, you guys got an elk problem. I said, I'm real confused now. And then Lady Witchbury said, no, Germ, interpret, interpret. And I said, okay. And then I noticed one of the horns, or one of the elk, or I don't know if they're antelope. But to be honest, I just called them elk. I would have wanted to call them tool elk for some reason. Yeah, like, you know, tool elk sounds good. But one of their horns turned into a question mark, and then another one. But then they started running, and then they were being chased, and then they were butting heads. But then, like one would sit back, like it was like a it was like a surrealistic dream. I guess dreams are, but like one would like be sipping tea, and then its horns would be. I said, "Is that is that a telegraph?" Uh, but then he said, no, 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 no. He, he goes, that's a branch, germ, tapping, tapping, tapping. And I said, okay, we're seeing this through different, uh, you know, windows, uh, cultural or whatever you call them, like windows of the way I see the world, the worldview windows. I don't know. And, and, and I said, oh, maybe that's not tea. And I said, better not, I better not confuse Monty too much. Just dealing with me is confusing enough. But then the, 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 and some of the elk were, were uh, sleeping. And I said, are they sleeping or not? And it was all like a weird dream. None of it, I'll be honest with you, none of it made sense to me at all. At, at all. And he said, here, I think this will explain it better. And we went to another scene. And it was a woman... And she was lying, and it, was, it seemed to be uh, one of Mate's people, Mate's people. And she was lying there in, in what looked to be like, a, again, another uh, uh, life-scale life di- diorama. Or I don't know what they call it, uh, exhibit, I guess they may call it, professional people. And she was lying there in bed, so at first it looked still. But it wasn't like they were coming to life, it was just like... Uh, Dreamlike, I guess, is best for real. And this was super dreamlike because she sits up in bed and she wipes the. And I mean, I guess maybe a cot or a stack of blankets. I don't know. Let's not get caught up on semantics or bed, but you know, historical bedding because I was not paying good attention. Uh, but she sat up and then she swept the blankets or the you know whatever she was sleeping under hides or whatever aside. And she looked down, and one of her foot, one where her foot would be, was a fruit. And I said, "Is that some sort of melon?" And then I was like, "Is that an avocado?" And she was looking at it the same way. She was like, 
it was like her everything was normal but her foot and maybe like her ankle area was replaced by something the size of uh, bigger than a foot but not even in a it looked perfectly natural I mean it wasn't a skin color it was like uh, it was a kind of a dark I said we could use a Crayola boys to describe this color here I said hey, Jesus because I don't have total Crayola callback but I said this is some forest green or something uh, this fruit and she tapped on it and she she was just like seemed totally vexed like looking at her fruit and she smelled fruit foot and then she smelled it and it must have smelled good because then she said she kind of looked around the room and then she went and she uh, went to take a bite of it and when as she opened her mouth she went to bite into it she realized she had no teeth and then she put her hand in and she was totally freaked you know just like in a, it was a, it was like we were watching someone in their dream. And then she was like, I had you know, no teeth, I have no teeth. You know, just in the, like feeling her mouth. and then, uh, uh, But then she went and she, she went to bite into it w- with her gums. And it opened up a hole. And then streaming out of the hole, uh, or I guess more floating or streaming out of the hole, were like... Um, you know when you blow the dandelions that turn into puffballs and they float the little seeds and they started floating out of there but she seemed to like uh, what, I mean obviously it was her foot uh, and it was supposed to be a fruit and then there's dandelion puffy seed floaters coming out of there and she seemed totally freaked by that and we moved on and I said whoa 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 and yeah Lee Whisper said what was that and he said that was the pyramid and I said, what in the name of B.F. Skinner is going on here? And Lee Witchbeard said, Gestalt. And I, I said, you know, Gesundheit. But I was kidding, of course. And I said, uh, I said, is it Gestalt or Gestalt? And I said, do we have, I said, is it? And he said, and I said, okay. I have no, okay, that's a, which part is the pyramid? And he said, don't worry, Jerm, I've been doing this a long time. And I said, oh, I, I said, man, okay, the pyramid. And I, and I said, okay, well, you know, I, I, I dream a lot. So I said, okay. And I tapped my head. I said, oh, hey, sub, sub, I said, get processing, boys. I said, subconscious, wake up the, uh, you know, whatever the heck you get. I don't know, is that the, I get my terms, I said, get working. You know, get get young to fire up the collective. We got to figure this out, and you know, you know, double check this clown's work. No offense, Monte. And he said, Monty. And I said, You got it, buddy. And I said, Lee whispered, and she said, she she shrugged her shoulders. And then we went on to the next exhibit. And he he said, Let me explain this to you, because this one again was a diorama. Again, uh, looked like something out of out of what we had seen since we had arrived on the shores there of indigenous people it looked to be in some sort of communal gathering spot and there was a family there and then there was all these other people lined up holding things and he said uh, because this is kind of like our traditional gift giving ceremony and I said like Christmas and he said uh, he said I've studied you Jerm no and I said, like a baby shower? Are they having a baby? You know, and he said, there's, he goes, it's a tradition. 
traditional you know what a gift is traditional gift giving ceremony and he that time he seemed a little irritated with me and I said okay okay enough said so I was just looking for some clarification and then the lady whispered says how much more clarification do you need germ and I said oh boy I said thank you for the gift of criticism both of you and we started watching and people would come in and they would give the family a gift and they noticed it was like, uh, and I don't know what TV, I know they're working on all these different TVs nowadays, because they say, obviously if you're in the TV business, you say, Jesus, uh, and I don't know when they refine this, they say now, well, buying a TV every 10, 15 years, that doesn't work for us, you know, uh, but we don't want to make crappy TVs because people will get mad, so we got to come out with some new stuff, so they tried uh, 3D, we talked about that recently. Uh, and then they tri- I mean, they came out with HD, then 3D, then 4K. And then as far as I can tell, they're done. You know, 6K and 8K are already done. But we just don't got any content. And, it, and it, you know, a little bit of 4K. But not really. And then they're saying, well, geez, let's do Ultra HD, which I think is still 4K, 8K. And then they're saying, well, geez, that's not, you know, the 4Ks didn't sell enough TVs. Let's try HDR TV. Um, and this seemed to be all of those things, but it was, a, you know, I, I guess it was IRL-ish. They said, I don't know when they're going to come out with that. You know, they said, Jesus, forget HDV. This is IRL, uh, light, you know, clo- IRL close, close to real life. You know, they say too close, you know. I mean, at some point, that's going to be the, the case, uh, maybe. Uh, but anyway, so what was my point? My point was, as they would give gifts, we had close-ups, and it was still like this dreamlike situation uh, where they would give it, like they'd give the family a blanket, and then the blanket would turn them into, like, syrup, and they would do, spread it on a, on a cake and eat it, and then they would start talking in what seemed to me to be French and laughing and then they would do some something that looked like a dance on one foot, and then you know, uh, you know, someone would you know streak across, and then another gift would come, and it would be like a toy for the children. But then something totally random would happen, like the toy would uh, stand up and become a teacher and say ba da ba da ba da ba, and then someone would start kissing the toy. And then someone would say, wah. And then someone, their clothes would disappear. They'd be nude. And everyone would be like, and then that would be, and then someone else would give another gift. And I said, okay, this is good. He said, this gift giving is good. And he said, one more germ. And all of a sudden, all these villagers came in. They were carrying this giant, what uh, seemed to be this giant tube, and it was so heavy. And they were struggling with it. And it seemed like the kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, it, it started to rain. Not just in, like, in, in that city. And I said, and then I noticed it was raining. Like, uh, I said, what is 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 that candy? Some candy. And then people were sticking their tongues out. And I said, this is too weird. And I said, is it raining in here? And I, I was like, man, this is weird, weird, weird. And they were, but they get back to the main point, they were struggling to get this thing in the room. And they were carrying it and carrying it. And they dumped it on the floor. 
in front of the family. And it just looked like some sort of, uh, like a 18, no, probably like 80 foot long pillow, but that it was filled with like, or a sandbag pillow or something, which you never want to carry, like it's so annoying. And then they dropped it on the ground and the family all started uh, singing and bowing and dancing and laughing. And they just seemed overjoyed. And then everyone left. And then we, we went on it and, and we, and we actually uh, took a turn and we exited the uh, exhibition hall or whatever you want to call it. The Secrets of the World Hall. And there was plenty of other stuff to look at. I said, "No, thank you. I don't. I, I'd rather take my secrets in a much more, much less confusing way." Uh, but we went in this room. We sat down. It was just like a, you know, some sort of what I would imagine to be a VIP uh, uh, situation. And then I thought to myself, "Man, I wish I could be a VIP. Like night at the museum would be cool because the creatures came to life." But I said, even if they didn't, I, I would love, and I guess probably maybe more of my drinking days would be even better uh, to get be able to like pass out inside of uh, a diorama. And I said, it's probably been in a couple movies before, but I said, that would be, you know, sweet. Or just to be alone in a museum drunk. I guess up until this podcast, up until the podcast putting to sleep, that was the, my, you know, what I was shooting for, my bucket list there. And I guess it may be less fun to be in a museum after dark without anything coming to life or, or you know, clear-headed. But I still said, geez, at least I didn't climb into any of the diorama. I said, what would have happened? And he said, don't worry, it would, nothing, Germ. And he said, so what did you think? And I said, ooh, boy, I said, that was so art. I said, was that art? I said, I said you guys got some, I said, you're way out of your time down here with your art. And he said, that was an art, Germ. And the lady which was a germ, it's different than dream interpretation because you are not everything in the dream. They, everything, she said, everything's outside of you. And for some reason, they just clicked. And my free association brain said, okay, so the first thing with sand art, I said, I kind of got that. You were interpreting the, the different, I said, I said, I don't, I, I said, that was more math based. So I said, you must be good at math. But I said, I see how you could gather some stuff about us. And I said, especially since the sand was shifting. And he said, yeah, mostly it just tells me, you know. And I said, ah, okay, I got you. And he said, the next one was all dark. I said, that, we don't know. And I said, I got a bad feeling about that one. And he said, well, I don't think there's any reason for concern because it's only the second one. I think it's the unknown uh, if we don't follow the next ones. And I said, the third one, I said, are you, you, you in there, Monte, Monte? He said, yeah. And I said, so you were a hero at some point defending these people. I said, you've done battle with the gods. And he said, I have. And I said, I I did it once, but you've done it many more times than once. Like, and that's what was played out in there, huh? And I said, you're, you're worn down from having these guys that you guys are always battling with. That's why you're so weary. And I said, at some point you fell in love with one of the gods, didn't you? And he said, he said yes. And I said, Lady Witchbeard, Marina's a god, or a goddess. And I don't mean, you know, 
And she said, she said, okay, Sherm, you've said enough. And she seemed pretty impressed for the first time at my... And I said, so as he said, you, you've been looking for a way to end this, uh, the status quo with you and the gods of, uh, offering sacrifices and then occasionally having to do battle, one a hero having a great hero. And he said, well, just a hero. And I said, okay, well, a hero having to do battle with the gods. And I said, but I said, you're probably missing the, and he said, anyway, keep going, Germ. He said, I don't need your analysis about our belief system. He didn't actually say that. I said, well, I want to keep religion out of this. But it, it, unavoidable in some sense. And I said, okay, so you're tired of battling with these guys. And I said, and then the next one, he said, you told me what it was, the pyramid. And I said, that that, that woman dreaming was the gods? And he said, correct, Germ. He said, you're not a... Uh, he goes, maybe that, he said, maybe that uh, pea green band was wrong about you, sand. That was where your brain was supposed to be. And I said, that's my gobbledygook part of my brain. Don't worry, it was accurate. And I said, that's what, you know, makes this, uh, that's where, uh, you know, Young works his magic in there. And I said, not everyone could have a giant mass of gobbledygook in there. I'm lucky once occasionally. And I said, so... The the gods are going to be... This pyramid's going to repulse the gods. Or I said, no, no, no. I said, deter the gods? And he said, germ. And I said, okay, okay. And I said, I see. and then this last one... Uh, this last one, and as I said, that it started to rain inside our, our buffet... Uh, weather, you know, I said, is there weather in here? And he said, it's the gods, Germ. He said, you're, you're, you're on to something. And I said, are they, he said, they're angry gods. And I said, clearly, they're angry gods. I said, I hope I can be heard with all this racket. And I said, okay, this last one. Uh, these guys aren't happy, huh, with the rain, indoor rain. I, I said, but, he said, you, you don't want to destroy it. He said, so it's a deterrent, so you're not going to use the pyramid, because that would destroy the gods or something. And he's like, yeah, we're on, he goes, I'm not sure. I said, but it would channel the magic of the world and, you know, shoot it up to the gods, uh, in an aggressive manner. That's what, and he said, yes, germ. And I said, a little bit of playing God, huh? And he said, well, more, you know. And I said, no, no, no judgment. I'm just, you know. And I said, but you, the gift giving, you've been giving these gifts to the gods. And you, you, so you made a deal with the gods, kind of. And he said, I think so. And I said, well, who do you think so? And he said, well, I have the deterrence, so I don't need it. And I said, oh, okay. I said, did you, you didn't give the gods an ultimatum, did you? And he said, no, 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 just strong, strong options. And he said, so, court, you offer, they wanted Cortez. He said, Cortez is the, is the big, wily gift you're giving to the gods. And he said, yeah, germ. 
And I said, don't try to explain it to me. But I said, you know... And I said, have you thought about the fact that Cortez is, is the one that could be in the darkness, the, uh, the deep-sea fish waiting to, like... He might be the lure for... They said, you get what I'm saying? He said, no. I said, what if by bringing Cortez here, he's a, he said he could be cause your downfall. And I said, he's got his own guy. I said, you, I said are you sure your guy... I said, is this some sort of guy, inner god battle? And he said, I don't know, germ. And I said, if you bring Cortez here, he's, it's going to cost you everything. And he said, well, I have no choice, Jeremy. He goes, uh... And then Lady Witchbeard went tense, and she said, he has no choice, Jerm. I said, yeah, because if you activate the, the pyramid, it's going to launch all the magic, like, it'll be gone or discharge or something. And he said, actually, I have no idea. They haven't seen any, any secret. He said, I just see a great power. And then Lady Wishbeard kind of grabbed my arm, and I said, okay, well, we can't. And I said, and if the pyramid's destroyed, if it's charged up and destroyed or something, they said, I gotta, that's not going to be good for the magic either. I guess, see, you got to stop building this pyramid. And he said, I can't do that, Germ. And I said, I said, well, if we get Cortez to the gods uh, without bringing him here... What if I do it? I'll get Cortez to the gods. I'll say, I'll say, I said, I said, I said, I don't understand how I'm going to do it or what I'm even getting myself into. But I can tell you, Mate, you bring Cortez here, it's all over. He's either going to, I don't know if he's going to trick you. I don't know how it worked. He's, he, you know, Marina's with him. And he, 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 I saw him, he picked up his, his plate. Walked in the hall, threw it into some other thing we had been we hadn't seen, you know, some other diorama, Brian Marina and Cortez, you know, you know, whatever. Some think that could be interpreted. And then he just sat back down, and tried to act calm. And I said, "Don't worry, Monte." I said, uh, I said "He said I need to complete." He said, "I said please just give me a chance. I'll get Cortez to the gods." And, it, and, it, and I, I said, and Lady Witchbeard stood up, pounded her fists on the table, not loudly. And she said, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with the gods, Manta. And, and I said, well, it's Monte, Monte, Manta. And she said, German I will take her non, and we will deal with your gods. And she said, Jeremy, you already know, we already know two of them. And I said, well, she's good. And, and she, 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 she said, you will cease building this pyramid. And once again, Lady Witchbeard took command. And she looked at this guy. And he wasn't afraid of her. But he was, you know what I mean? He, he was, uh, or not scared of her, I guess. He was afraid of her. Because she, he was an authority figure. And he hadn't been Alfred. He had been... It was almost like Lady Wishbeard brought so much confidence and security to her statement that he knew he could trust her. And, and, and I said, just give us a little bit of time. Stop building the pyramid. Or And he said, I need... He, and I said, stop. And Lady Wishbeard said, you'll cease 
with two stones left. And he said, all right, we got, you know, he said, that's not much more. And she said, we leave in the morning, germ. And I said, yes, Lady Witchbeard. Yes, Buckler of Swaz. And I said, all right, dude. Uh, and he said, well, let's finish dinner, you know, great dessert. And I said, okay. So we had a lovely dinner, but this is a good place to stop. Lady Witchbeard, I guess, and I are off to uh, get, you know, back mission, remissioned, I guess. We're, we're on the same mission. Well, Lady Witchbeard's on the same mission. And now we're back in mission alignment, maybe. So we'll see what happens next week. I'm glad you're here. The gods, they kind of sound angry all around me right now to this rain and wind. Uh, they didn't want me to tell you that part of the tale. All right, I'll see you next week.